world. Hey folks and welcome to the Off Grid Podcast. This is where I will be discussing topics that affect real people just trying to survive in a difficult world. So this is my first podcast broadcast. I'm going to give you a riddle to see if you can guess what the topic of this podcast will be. And the riddle is, a box without hinges, key, or lid, yet golden treasures inside is hid. Did you get it? If you did and you answered eggs, that is correct. And if you went eggs, then you're probably a J.R. Tolkien fan like I am, uh, and you win the Gollum Award. Because, yes, we're going to be talking about eggs, and more specifically, we're going to be talking about the high price of eggs, what is causing eggs to be so expensive. And, you know, they've been expensive for a while now. And uh, I went to the store, oh, back in spring of last year, and noticed that the prices on eggs were going way up. And I thought, well, you know, they'll probably come back down because meat was really high at that time. Gas prices were starting to go up. Figured all those things were probably related. Didn't really pay much attention to it. But every month, I would go over by the dairy department to check on eggs. And man alive, they just kept going up and up and up and up. And, uh, you know, other products like meat, it started to come back down gradually. And gas prices have come, come back down. But egg prices have not come back down. So I decided, you know, we need to look into this a little bit more. We're going to do a little bit of research, a little bit of deep dive into what has caused uh, the high prices of eggs because it affects us all. Even if you don't eat eggs, you probably may eat some other products that contain eggs. That's how I noticed it first off because I like mayonnaise on my sandwiches. Well, guess what mayonnaise is made with? Yeah, eggs. Uh, you know, noodles, uh, your... Uh, Breads, your uh, pastries, anything with dough in it probably has eggs in it. A whole lot of uh, food products out there contain eggs as part of their ingredients. And so when eggs went up, a lot of other food products also went up at the same time. It's something that us regular people are affected by when egg prices go up because it affects a lot of other foods and things that we may eat and, you know, can make it a real struggle for people to feed themselves and feed their families, feed their children. So we're going to discuss why uh, egg prices have went up so high. So the reasons that I've gotten from talking to people online vary a lot. And you get a lot of conspiracy theories out there. You know, it's a, it's a government conspiracy. They're trying to keep people from getting food. You know, it's a political issue. Some people blame the Chinese. Chinese always get blamed for pretty much everything that goes wrong in the United States. It's probably the Chinese that did it. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, you know, it's, uh, d- different uh, conspiracy theories out there floating around as to why, you know, some people blame it on the coronavirus. Some people blame it on the war in Ukraine. You know, so what is the truth about why egg prices are so high? Well, the truth is, it is a result of what they call the avian flu virus. So let's explain what the avian flu virus is. We'll go over here to the USDA website. Now, some people say, government conspiracy, they'll lie to you. Oh, I don't really think so. I think this is pretty clear cut on this case here. So it says that the avian flu, a highly pathogenic avian flu called HPA1, a disease infecting birds and poultry, struck egg-laying hens through 2022. As a result of recurrent outbreaks, U.S. egg inventories were 29% lower in the weeks of December 2022 than at the beginning of the year. By the end of December, more than 43 
million egg-laying hens were lost to the disease itself or to depopulation since the outbreak began in February 2022. I really like to use the word depopulation. The fact is what they had to do because these these farms that raise chickens to lay eggs for the commercial markets uh, started having outbreaks of the avian flu and they had to go in and do what is called culling. Culling is just another pleasant term for killing the birds, okay? In order to stop the spread of the virus, what they had to do is go in and eliminate, depopulate, or kill all of these chickens. 43 million, the ones that didn't die naturally from the avian flu, and it does kill chickens very fast. Um, then they had, they had to go in and they had to remove them. And here's the thing about when they go and depopulate, uh, chickens, they can't just test them to take out the ones that may be sick and leave the ones that are healthy. Okay, if they get an outbreak in a uh, pen facility where they keep the chickens, they have to eliminate all of the chickens in that pen. And that's just required, and it's a, for safety reasons, uh, so that the, it doesn't spread to other pens or possibly contaminate the food supply that may be coming out of there. Now, that's the next question. Can uh, avian flu affect humans? So here we go over to, can I get avian flu from eating poultry or eggs? Simple answer is no. Uh, poultry and eggs are, pro if properly prepared and cooked, are safe to eat. Okay, uh, and commercial eggs are generally very well handled. They 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 stay on top of eggs pretty much. Have had outbreaks of different things like salmonella uh, that does get on eggs, and salmonella is probably a lot more likely to kill you than avian flu is. Uh, and salmonella is a very bad, very bad bacteria that gets on eggs and so you know eggs are, are eggs are very well uh cleaned before they are ever packaged and commercially sent off so the fact the chances of you getting avian flu from eggs or meat or chicken meat uh would be very very low okay however how can USD assure consumers that avian flu infected meat will not enter the food supply the chance of infected poultry entering the food food chain is extremely low as part of the USDA highly pathogenic avian flu response uh, plan. Infected birds do not enter the food supply. Additionally, USDA's food supply safety and inspection program personnel are assigned to every feder federally inspected meat, poultry, and egg product plant in America. All poultry produced for public consumption are inspected for signs of disease both before and after slaughter. The inspected wholesomeness by the U.S. Department of Agriculture seal ensures poultry is free from visible signs of disease. So, that's your FDA uh, that goes in and they have uh, food inspectors, food inspectors and line inspectors, and they have inspectors that go to these uh, production plants that either produce eggs or produce chicken meat, and they inspect everything all the time. That's how they actually found out that we had avian flu outbreak, and their immediate response was, okay, these, these chickens and these eggs are no longer available to the commercial market. They're going to have to be depopulated, and so they took them all offline. So that's what happened. 43 million chickens. Uh, were just taken out over last year, 2022, and the result was egg prices skyrocketed and any product that uses eggs, which is all your baking products and everything like that, they all went way high. And here's the thing about chickens. It takes about five to six months before a chick is old enough to start laying eggs. So if you eliminated 43 million chickens, uh, companies now have to wait five to six months 
after they get new chicks before they can start laying eggs to put back on the market. So even though a lot of these hens, a lot of these hens were eliminated last year, say they were eliminated in June, it still takes six months in order to get a whole new flock of egg laying hens. Uh, that are old enough to start laying eggs and bringing them back onto the market. Now, another reason uh, that it states is as to why we had a, a low number count, because, you know, they do refrigerate eggs and they can keep eggs for a very long time. So they have a backup supply surplus generally of eggs. However, in uh, Christmas, uh, around Christmas and the holidays, a lot of people do a lot of baking, and the result is they were using up all of the backup supply that we would normally have to have covered us for the uh, the few months that we may have had a shortage of eggs, got used up during the holidays, and so that also has kept prices very high. Now, it's 2023. Uh, they We should start seeing... Uh, more egg production coming out. It looks like they've got a good handle on the avian flu. And so the result is they, we should start seeing a buildup. We should start seeing eggs start to come down in price. Probably going to take a while, maybe by the middle of the year before we actually see a big reduction. And let me tell you, I went into the grocery store today because while I was researching for this, uh, podcast, I had just an absolute hankering because all this talk about eggs. I love egg salad sandwich. And so I thought, you know, it's been six months since I bought any eggs because every time I'd go by the dairy department where the eggs and all that stuff are, I'd look at those prices and i just go, there's no way I'm going to pay that much for eggs. And so I haven't bought eggs in six months. But researching for this project just really got my mouth watering. In fact, it's watering right now for an egg salad sandwich. And so today I went down to check to see if the prices had started to come back down. And no, I can tell you in my local area, they aren't. It was still $6.49 for the jumbo eggs. That's really big eggs. Uh, and uh, I decided I'd settle for the medium-sized eggs. And those were still $3.99, $4 a dozen for a set of medium eggs. And that's what I ended up getting me so that I can have some uh, egg salad sandwich later. Uh, and these are valuable eggs. Now, I'll be very careful with them uh, to make sure that... Uh, uh, I get the most use out of them. Now, some things about commercial eggs, if you are concerned, and this is just good health practice anyway, is to make sure that you wash your hands before and after touching any eggs or uh, poultry products. Now, this avian flu can also be transferred to ducks and turkeys, just so you're aware. And so you want to make sure that you're washing your hands really good with soapy water and hot water before you touch eggs, before you touch meat products. Uh, and that that will reduce the chance of both any avian flu, which is really low, but also uh, will reduce the chance that you could get salmonella bacteria on your hands, which is probably a lot more dangerous to you than the H1 flu. Now, some people are considering if they want to start raising their own uh, chickens. And I raised chickens for many years here. Uh, I grew up with chickens as a kid. We always had a big flock of chickens and had our own eggs and, uh, you know, it was a way to keep food costs down back then. And a lot more people are now considering raising chickens. And if you have some land where you it's appropriate and you can raise them uh, in, you know, in an area where the laws allow that, not every place allows you to raise chickens. You want to make sure you're checking your, your local regulations. Then raising a few chickens can really reduce the cost of your food supply. Now, there are some concerns about that. You need to be aware that salmonella and avian flu can still affect your backyard chickens. Especially avian flu is more likely if you have your chickens free-ranging, which means that they're outside of a pen, 
or if you have a problem where they could come in contact with wild birds because what happens is the wild birds spread it through their droppings those droppings end up in the water feed and in the pens uh, or out on the ground where your chickens could possibly pick it up and they could catch avian flu so avian flu can affect backyard chickens salmonella is also a really big problem and that's probably more of a problem that we see in uh, backyard chicken flocks uh, because the eggs may not be cleaned properly and so if you want to be you want to be real careful to protect your own family if you're raising chickens for your own use and I would be very careful if you're doing any type of barter trade or selling eggs to other people uh, because there has been outbreaks of salmonella in which people have gotten very sick if that happens and it's eggs that they got from you then of course you could be sued and you don't have the lawyers and money that uh, the poultry farms do to protect themselves from a lawsuit so you would be in real trouble if you if you spread salmonella or h1 uh, avian flu to uh, your customers so i would just really consider that however if you do want to uh, learn how to take care of chickens there's all kinds of information online uh, for learning about how to uh, take care of chickens i've raised chicks from uh, when I bought them at the uh, farm supply store, brought chicks home, raised them in a tub with just a brooder, and, you know, raised them up to adulthood so that they could start laying eggs here. I've done that many times. Very easy to do, actually. You can get a brooder on Amazon or at any of the farm supply stores to raise them. Uh, incubating eggs is another way, but it's a lot harder, uh, a lot more failure rate trying to incubate eggs than there is trying to raise chicks that you might buy. I don't recommend that you buy mail-order chicks. Uh, they generally don't come very healthy. They may have health problems. Make sure you give them the recommended feed and stuff like that. But if you buy uh, mail-order chicks, you're a lot more likely to have more dead than you will survive. I recommend you get them at a local farm store. Check them out. Make sure they've been there for a while, a few days, uh, so they're they're more likely to survive. And you're going to need some type of pen to keep them in. And I don't recommend any type of small cage for chickens, okay? Chickens are like, they will become pets you'll actually appreciate them a lot more like you do your pets. You want to take good care of them. So study how to either get build your own chicken coop. Uh, you can go to Instructables online. Uh, search for do-it-yourself chicken tractor plans. Uh, and you'll see mine. You may see some others on there. Those are completely free plans. Feel free to download them. Uh, you can build them from scrap lumber and some chicken wire. Uh, won't cost you that much to build a pen that'll handle anywhere from four to six chickens. That's what I use to raise my chickens here. So, I hope this is, was at least educational, uh, maybe informative and entertaining, uh, because I'm going to be doing these podcasts in the future uh, on topics that I think are relevant to us uh, as, in our daily lives uh, as we try to survive in this difficult world.